You're listening to the Real Enneagram Podcast, a spiritual quest, brought to you by the Institute for Conscious Being. We're so delighted to be here today. We are at St. Mary's in Swanee, Tennessee. We have just had a conference here at the Retreat Center and have Dr. Joseph Howell here with us. Hi, Dr. Joe. How are you today? I'm good, Nanette. Glad to be here. Good. And we have a student who's gone through the training with us this weekend, Rick Patton, and he is a part of a ministry, Blueprint Ministries. And so we're here to talk to him just about what his impressions are. We we think we he had a good weekend. Did you, Rick? I had a really good weekend. Okay, really okay great. Well, um, we didn't even pay him to say that. He's just uh, <laughs> he's just gladly here to freely participate. So, Rick, maybe just start out just telling us a little bit about who you are and what brought you here this weekend. Okay, I'm a I'm a retired uh, CPA and transformed into men's ministry uh, over the last two years. Uh, What brought me here this weekend is I have a a very precious person in my life that God's brought into my life that uh, she wanted me to get more in touch with my inner self and who I am and to help me understand uh, my personality, my ego, my uh, inner child. And all these were new terms to me Mm. coming into the weekend. And I, I was fascinated because I love to learn. I want to be a better man, better person. So this was a tool to do that. Wow. Well, that's exactly um, what we designed the Institute for Conscious Being to do. And so we were glad to participate with you in doing that. So you're you're an ego type one who's who's a CPA, kind of not a surprise. (laughs) Not a surprise at all, no. (laughs) And so how, how had that been working for you before you came here? Well, before I came, I didn't understand, uh, you know, why I had to be, I felt like I needed to be right most of my life. Uh, I'm now 64, so I spent a lot of life uh, trying to figure out why did I have peaceful, happy moments, Mm. and then why was I so intense sometimes, and I couldn't put that together. Yeah, and it's, it's amazing to find that there is hope beyond our ego. And uh, that that there's a place that we can land. And so, t- tell me a little bit about your your impression of that this weekend. So, uh, you've you've had these happy moments, and looking back on them now through through the this lens, how how does that interpret for you? It, this helped me a lot. The lens helped me because um, I, I couldn't put that together. I didn't realize there was an inner child there. Mm-hmm. Of course, you know, thinking back uh, 60 years ago to when I was in that small stage where you just have fun. I couldn't put together a why, why can't I still have that fun? Uh, for me, it was enlightened to, to find out that a one can, when they're in a good state, can become a seven, which is somebody that likes to uh, have adventure and fun and travel. And I've always enjoyed that in my life. And I couldn't put together why was traveling and adventure so much fun. Well, that was who I really am and wanted to be not only just the adventure but seeking out learning and new opportunities and all of those things so discovering this weekend that that's really my inner child is going to help me be more purposeful be a better man by trying to be that child than trying to be that perfectionist that i have lived a lot of my life doing Mm -hmm. Yeah, and, and I, I always like to remind people that as we've 
we've endeavored to communicate about this work that the soul child, which is what what you're referring to, which is something uh, foundational to the teaching here uh, of the Enneagram, is that we we believe that your number of integration is actually um, your essence at the core of who you are. And I like to remind people that we don't we don't we, we immediately go into goal setting. It's just part of our human nature and ego. But that that's who you already are. Rick it, Rick is an essence of seven, and it, it, you just have to discover that it's about removing the layers and it's you mentioned your age and it's it's uh it's not unusual that sometimes it takes till midlife till we (laughs) give up on this thing called ego that's right. Right? That's right. Because yes. the ego was, was, worked for you. It <laughs> probably worked pretty well if you were a good CPA. It, you know, it, I do find, so I'm not saying all of this was negative mm-hmm. experience for my life. Mm-hmm. Being a one and wanting to do things right, um, mm-hmm. you know, I, I wanted other, not knowing that they were ones, but I wanted other people that wanted to do things right in my organizations. Mm-hmm. And, and now I found that, you know, in, in, in the staff that I had, having a combination of people, and now I can almost... Think of who they were, but people that are helpful, helpers, people that are loyal. Uh, understanding this now helps me better communicate with other people and, and actually give them grace mm-hmm. when I understand what their uh, personality and their soul child is like. So I think it's a good communication tool to take back and, and uh, you know, take home. Uh, I'm excited about it. I, I you you bring up something interesting that it was helpful to me. I know when I came to the Enneagram is that it started to give me compassion, particularly maybe for ego types that I realized I was I didn't really like, yeah. you know, or I didn't understand. And so once we have this work, we not only begin to discover something about ourselves, but we start to have compassion for the ego types of other people. That of course they may follow the script. Of that ego type, and so maybe 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 it's not just uh, that they're trying to be offensive. Maybe it's just who they are, and uh, and and maybe they will come to the work. So when we we get to share this, and I mean, Dr. Joe, you you've been sharing this for for so long. You've seen so many students make this discovery. Uh, talk talk to us about your interactions with with Rick this weekend, and well, and, <clears throat> I had the chance to get to know Rick at meals and through some discussions, and I immediately sensed, uh, well, his soul, Mm -hmm. uh, a wonderful blend of diligence and doing the right thing and making a difference with an attitude of joy. Mm -hmm. Um, And for someone who has gone through a recent loss, um, like he has recently gone through, uh, losing a spouse, and then coming upon this work to really feel that the life force is moving through him rather than dissipating. It just, I identified with it. Mm-hmm. Um, and for him to have given his life to helping other men articulate their feelings, mm-hmm. which is, as Rick says, men don't talk about feelings mm-hmm. mostly. And they don't encourage other men to either. But Rick is in that work, and I admire that. How, how, how did you come to that work? Can you talk to us a little bit about that, Rick? Sure. I, w- I was, uh, you know, I had, right after I lost my wife, I was looking for purpose. Um, you know, my purpose was raising a family, having a career, providing for them. And then 
my children are in their 30s. They're grown. Uh, they, they're on their own. They're financially independent. Uh, I, I was asking God, okay, now what is my purpose in life? Mm-hmm. Uh, I was sitting at home one morning and uh, trying to get some things done. Uh, one has a task list. They always have a task list. Trying to pay some bills, trying to catch up. I just couldn't get anything to work. I couldn't get my printer, my computer, anything to work at all. I felt impressed. I knew a friend had started a ministry. It's called Blueprint for Men. I felt impressed, and I knew that about that time of day they had staff meeting. I needed to go to his house. So I went and knocked on the door. Uh, They had just started staff. They were praying for someone else to come into the ministry. That was the match right there. And through the process of interacting with them, uh, what are their needs? Well, now I keep the uh, accounting records for them. So my background was a CPA. Uh, I meet with men in small groups. And our whole purpose is to remove men from complacency, uh, make them accept the responsibility that they have, which is to lead their families and, and their wives and their children, accept accountability, and most of all, be subject to God's leading. So our whole purpose of having the ministry now, which I'm excited about, is... God has taken me from a place of grief to a place of happiness. Uh, he's brought people in my life and that you know, special person in my life now to, to lift me up and encourage me to come to this. I wouldn't be here had he not brought someone else into my life to say, I think this would be a wonderful thing for you to do. Mm-hmm. And I'm excited to go back and share what I've learned with her. Uh, and I'm excited to take this back into the ministry. Uh, there's, there's just tools Blueprint for Men is about giving men the tools to be better men. So any sort of tool that I can find that will help any particular man for any particular instance is helpful to me. And this helps me relate to different men's ego, personality. And, and I know one is one of the hardest ones to say, I need help. Uh, I, I almost refused to ask for help till other men came alongside me and pulled it out. So now I'm returning that back to them. I want to pull it out of them. You can't do this alone. I mean, the Bible even says, you know, feel sorry for the man who has no one to help him up when he falls. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. so does, the, does the ministry operate out of churches or how, where are you based at? The ministry is based in Collegedale, Tennessee. Okay. Uh, and we actually have now one man that's in Pakistan okay. fulfilling the ministry there. Uh, one in Southern California, one in Colombia, and those men are working independently. The whole point of it is pull men into small groups to support each other, okay. work our way down through the small group and find leaders in there who then start other small groups. And we're really following the, the biblical principle of acts of small churches meeting in homes mm-hmm. and supporting each other. Mm-hmm. That's the foundation of any church is how do the people support and work for each other? Mm-hmm. So that's we're trying to empower men to do that, uh, empower men to take action. Well, that that's a beautiful thing, and it 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 resonates with us in that we believe at the Institute for Conscious Being that our work can bring world peace. That mm-hmm. the more of us who who realize that there is an essence, that that there is a divine spark in us. Uh, 
an aspect that it will bring healing to the world. And so we're, we're excited to um, have you participate and now go home with, with some of the information you've, you've gleaned from us and use it where you're at. And so it's, it's exciting to see that, how, how those torches may be lit down, down the line. So it's exciting. Yeah. And, and I loved being here and interacting with the other personality types. I thought that was one of the most, um, one of the best takeaways here was knowing what your personality type was and talking to you from my personality type and my ego and then talking to you about what your inner child was like that was so helpful to me to actually have that live interaction which was great mm -hmm. so the soul child is a big takeaway for you the soul child's a big takeaway that's that's you know the soul child brings me joy um and i've seen it in places in my life i love joy i love to be happy i love to laugh uh, well, that's that's a child, and that's where I want to live. Mm -hmm. so. mm -hmm. Very good. Yeah. So if somebody listening wanted to find out more about Blueprint for Men Ministries, how would they do it? And I understand you also have a podcast. We do. So you just go to www.blueprintformen.com, and we'll have podcasts. We have events. We have outings. Um, lots of material there uh, for to support men, and we're just trying to provide tools for men to become better men, have a better relationship with God, better relationship with their families, be better husbands, fathers, better children uh, to their parents. Very good. Exciting work. So we're really happy that you're here with us today, and we hope that maybe your story might inspire other people to come and participate in our conferences and intensives, uh, because we, we believe that there is a wisdom that we have to share here at the Institute for Conscious Being. Um, so uh, anyone could uh, find that information at our website, theicb.org, T-H-E-I-C-B.org. And if you go to the events page, uh, you'll, you'll find that any upcoming events that we have uh, here in the future. So thanks so much for being with us today, Rick. It's well, thanks so much for Thank you, having me here. Thank you, Rick. That wraps up another episode of The Real Enneagram, brought to you by the Institute for Conscious Being. If you're interested in furthering these conversations, please reach out to us through our Instagram, at The Real Enneagram. Or if you're interested in our upcoming trainings or other resources, please visit our website, www.instituteforconsciousbeing.org. Thanks for listening.